Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. <laughs> it looked like you were about to say something. <laughs> well, I just realized I don't have my phone with me. Oh. Because I was, I was looking for it just to make sure it was on silent. Oh. Um, but it's not here, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> okay, you don't need to grab it for any reason? Nah, I think I'll Okay, yeah, good. That might actually help because uh, we all know you like to be on your phone. And I'm not even going to start right now. <laughs> I mean, I have my laptop, so that's I know, if not... you need to look up something, you can just do that. Yeah, and I can do it all sneakily. Yeah, and... uh, sneakily is subjective, because I can tell usually when you're not paying attention to me, which is often. No, I'm just kidding. Um, how's it going, Mindy? Uh, I'm all right. You know, just football starting tomorrow. Well, I already started technically, yeah. but the Eagles are playing tomorrow. So. Yes, your team, the Eagles, Yes, are playing as of this recording, it's uh, going to be tomorrow because we're recording Saturday night. So and this is this is like the last year for Wentz. I swear. <laughs> this, like, this is your last. Uh, this, I'll give, this is my last chance mm-hmm. if he gets injured. This, this <laughs> five years. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should move the mic a little bit back. <laughs> it's going to be like you're going to see huge peaks on whenever I know, you're talking. It's just about. he he's a good player. Yeah, it's just the injuries. It's one of those. There's a lot. There's there's players like that in every sport unfortunately where uh they just can't seem to like they they have like glass ankles or knees or it's just uh, i I mean it sucks because it's not like it's their fault you know it's yeah they you know they want to be out there but yeah we'll see how it goes Uh, hopefully by the time this this comes out he'll still be active and i hope so um but yeah so yeah we have football coming back we had we got the NBA playoffs. We got a lot of sports going on. Of course, you don't really care about the playoffs, but that's kind of my job. So we got some stuff to entertain us. I, I mean, to be fair, I don't really care about any other sport. <laughs> that's football, true. So. Yeah. At least you have more of a familiarity with basketball now that I watch it all the time and talk about it and write about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to sports, I have like a basic knowledge of sports. <laughs> I'm not dumb. Like, yeah. I know the basic, like, basic terminology and stuff mm-hmm. so um, i'm not do you, do you remember what it's called when you when you pass it to a player in midair and he dunks it uh <laughs> wait so he is that so uh, like let's an say assist? it is an assist okay technically you're right but the the term for specifically throwing it up and they catch it in midair and they finish it and they finish it there's a term for that said? this is a tough one this is a tougher one <laughs> But uh, it starts with an A. An areola. Areola oop. Yeah, it's areola oop. <laughs> it is an alley oop. Alley oop. Yeah, it's like you, you know yeah. what I just said twice. Um, but yeah, that was a kind of tougher one. At least you knew an assist was. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, as, as usual, not we're not really on the topic that we're going to be talking about. But um, I guess since I do this every time, do you have any revenge <laughs> stories? I didn't Pers- even personal revenge stories. Uh, I guess. I mean, it's probably hard to come up with one, with one on the spot. I don't really. I'm sure I've had plenty in my life, but it's. I- uh, like me personally like if you're not a vengeful person no i just like if you do something like bad to me or something or i just avoid you and don't <laughs> talk to you ever again yeah. that's probably the best way to handle it um yeah i can't really think of any personal ones either but i did find a a pretty good one that we can get into later um but yeah i guess as far as quarantine corner we kind of already covered that we're just like ready for football to come back and entertain us you have work going on i got my writing going on um not let me since it's only been a week we haven't you know we're still trying to get our wedding stuff sorted since 
we don't know exactly what the conditions are going to be next year, but hopefully by then. Yeah, we still we're still planning on getting married in November, but just might not do all the big party hoopla until next year. Yeah. So. Yeah. So but, we'll I mean, that's not the important part. Yeah. The important part is the food. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, definitely. Uh, two months, I mean, like two and a half months away from I think doing so. the, uh, yeah. Doing the thing. Yeah, doing the thing. So yeah, that should be fun. We'll talk about it more as we get closer to it. I'm sure we need to do like a wedding episode or something about weddings gone wrong. That should be, I just thought of one right now. There you go. I mean, there. I mean, just all of like... <laughs> royalty people that or people that shouldn't have gotten married <laughs> again all of royalty <laughs> yeah. but yeah we'll get into those all the incest so much incest <laughs> <laughs> but before we do that you know what we have to jump into first as usual as, as is tradition speaking of incest let's get into questioning florida <laughs> So this one actually doesn't have to do with incest, but I mean, I just kind of thought of it with just Florida, <laughs> southeastern area or south in general. This is from Daily Mail, and it's from September 9th, so just a couple days ago. Okay. Headline: Woman arrested after stripping naked and using a pink sex toy in an adult store. Well, that got uh, one of our dogs' attention. Prince, Prince, go back. You don't even. You're not even interested in females or adult. Fem- what am I trying to say? Humans. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, he's like, I'm interested in them. Maybe not sexually, but I am interested in them. Right. A police officer who responded to an adult store recently for a report of a disturbance discovered a naked woman using a sex toy on herself in a back room. Well, at least she wasn't like in, in the front. In the front of the, the sidewalk, or like in a. In a hallway. Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't anywhere like, you know, it could be seen from just people did, walking by at least. Didn't adult stores, you ha- used to have like a back room where you could watch pornos? Probably. Pornos. <laughs> well, porns? What? I don't know. It just sounds adult funny. Movies. I don't know why it sounded funny to me at that point. I don't, I don't think I've heard people refer to it as pornos in a while. Sorry, Prince is joking. Uh, according to an arrest affidavit, the bizarre incident took place... On August 31st, at the Lion's Den Adult Superstore on Okeechobee Road in Fort Pierce, Florida. <laughs> Okeechobee. I want to live on that road. And not just because it's on, <laughs> sex stories on the road. Just really uh, someone at the store called 911 reporting that a woman wearing a purple shirt and no pants was causing a disturbance. <laughs> The responding officer was met by a store clerk who informed him that the woman, later identified as Teresa Stanley, had removed a pink sex toy from its packaging, stripped off all her clothes, and was masturbating in public. Why would like why would they have to specify that the toy was pink? I don't know. I guess just to give more detail, as there, if you like, wanted to picture do, this do whole sex thing. Sex toys come in a variety of colors. Probably. Well, I mean, I'm guessing like skin tone, but are there like blue ones? <laughs> yeah, probably. If you have a Smurf fetish or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. As I opened the, <laughs> the doors and entered the stock room, I found the female, this is the cop, sitting in an office chair with her feet up on a table. That's not a mm. good sight. Uh, she had in her hand a pink-colored penis-shaped sex toy that she was using in a masturbatory manner. 
I mean, I don't know how other men should use it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> sucking on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's even weirder. Like, yeah. what do you get out of that? By yourself? <laughs> what if she, that's even worse. She was just back there sucking on like a banana. Very, her, she has sensitive uh, gums. Yeah. There's <laughs> other ways to deal with that. As soon as the officer walked in, she stopped making use of the sex toy and dropped it on the ground. At least she has the awareness to do that. Mm-hmm. A store employee told the, the officer that Stanley had also opened and tried on a clothing item. She was arrested and booked on charges of indecent exposure of sexual organs and pettit theft. I guess it's kind of like petty theft, but it says pettit here, which... Maybe it's petted when the store, the item doesn't leave the store. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Um, She has a, so they went back and she has a lengthy record dating back to at least 2001, which includes multiple convictions for soliciting prostitution and possession of drugs and resisting an officer. Earlier this year, she was arrested on a charge of grand theft auto. So uh, she stole a Grand Theft Auto game. Yeah, she stole Vice, <laughs> Vice City. So I mean, that's I like, like sixty Andreas bucks. <laughs> I think the the one the major one I played was the crap. Which one was it? I think it was Vice City because it's the one where you were like uh, it had all these like uh, Miami stuff. And uh, you remember the one video I showed you, or someone. Um... I wouldn't say hack the game, but they made it so they could play like oh, SpongeBob. SpongeBob yeah. yeah, and he was like going into the strip club all yeah. drunk or whatever. That Classic. one was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. YouTube that SpongeBob Vice or Grand Theft Auto, and that's it's worth a watch. Yeah. Um, but before I get into her Florida woman score, I want to ask you to guess her age. Remember, she had convictions from two thousand and one, so that yeah, gives so you a little bit of a hint. She's over at least twenty. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what is she like? You know what? Oh, hold on. She was a baby. <laughs> this is one where I I want to show you her picture and still have you guess. Oh god, it's gonna mean the picture is misleading. <laughs> well, I mean, not misleading, but just confusing. <laughs> like you're like you you're not sure if it helps you. Like I don't even know if you're gonna go younger or older. That's how. <laughs> so if you can pull up Facebook on your pull oh. up your pull up your messenger. Okay. I'm going to send you the picture. Okay. There is her mugshot that they have included in the article. And then I'm going to have you guess her age. We'll see how you are at determining it. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to find this, I mean, we've kind of given up on sharing social media stuff. So just look for a Daily Mail story about women arrested stripping naked. Um, okay, so I'm going to take it because she has done a, drugs because <laughs> of her past convictions. Um, I'm going to guess, and because of the 2001 thing, yeah, I'm going to guess maybe that she's 38. Teresa Stanley is 36 years old. Ah, very, so close. very good. Very good guess. Okay, so <laughs> good job, as usual. I feel like you're never far off or spot on on these uh, age ones. But let's get into her woman score, her Florida woman score, not just being a woman. It, does being a woman count? Like, <laughs> no, like- it actually doesn't. Okay. I mean, the scale is for Florida man, but I, I mean, that's not, I don't, I don't think they, they mean to discriminate. So you get five points for a mugshot, which I showed you. You also have five points, which is a new entry, a new entry into this. Five points for being fully nude, 
So she starts right off the bat with 10. They did say she had a purple shirt, but it also said strip naked in the headline. So I'm guessing that... It's it's sweet. (laughs) Plus, it's naked enough. It's naked enough. (laughs) Like, the shirt's not going to help. Especially if she's not wearing a bra, those nips (laughs) are out for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, nothing's more of a turn on than... Nips. <laughs> no, I was going to say, because that's how they get... Let's not talk about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, for Florida, for F, there's no firearms or weapons, thankfully. The location, there's an actual street that they said it was Okeechobee or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then an- another new entry, adult entertainment store is worth five. Oh. Objects, there were none that applied here. Reason well, for... A sex toy? Is that an object? No, it's, I mean, it is, but it's not on the list, apparently. Interesting. Yeah. I guess it's more because they focus on the guys on the list, like on Florida Man Score, so... Well, you don't think, like, guys, <laughs> like, anal beads and what, what else? I don't think that's... Fleshlights? I mean, yeah, that might be more. All right. Objects, none applies. <laughs> uh, the R in Florida, reason for arrest, burglar and theft is two. And I guess, like, indecent exposure is covered already under the five points they gave for being naked. So it's just that. No injuries, no drugs, no animals. But she still has a total of 18 points because of the being nude, the adult store, and mugshot. Got it all going here. Yeah. So pretty high, maybe one of the higher scores we've had. Good so job. Yeah, good job, Teresa Stanley. Uh, and like I guess it's like a normal sounding name, too. But let's agree, she does look a lot older than Yeah, 30, she looks a lot older 36. than 36. Yeah. Like, I am approaching that age. <laughs> In well, people a few always years. say you look like in your like twenties. Yeah, which is which is nice. I like that's uh, I don't know how long that'll last, but we'll see. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like if we ever had a kid, like they're gonna be look super young for a while <laughs> and have curly I mean, hair. They they will be a kid for <laughs> their first, <laughs> you know, first eighteen years, eighteen years, yeah, so yeah, seventeen and a half. But yeah, there you go. Nice. Starting it off with a bang. I do have something else here at the end, but let's go ahead and jump into your, I guess, revenge story from the past. Yes. All right. Okay. So I want to give an honorable mention to another story I was thinking about doing, but I felt like it was too recent, but it's, it's okay. still pretty badass. It's like, I don't have the page up, so I can't give you exact details. But you're just going to like give me yeah. the cliff notes. So basically, like in India, there is this douchebag of a guy that like raped over 200 women mm. and then like he kept going to trial but he kept bribing judges and stuff so he could kind of let go and then uh-huh. one day he went to trial and like all these women women that he had raped before like straight up killed him oh shit in the, in the courthouse dang yeah like a whole mob of women like stabbed him like over 70 oh times. my god that's crazy yeah oh you should have done that one <laughs> but I mean, that's good. That's, I, that's, I, I, maybe I can do that like another time. Yeah. But once it, I that, forget about it, if we do something about like yeah, but that crazy like, trials or some shit. I think that happened like 2004. Damn. So it was then like the 19th. The, I, I kind of just want to watch something about it now, though. <laughs> I'll share it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Okay. So this is about Joaquin. <laughs> no, not that Joaquin. Yeah. Not our dog. Uh, Morietta. Okay. I believe that's how he's say his name okay so let me give you some background okay this is kind of like some um imperialism history that you need to know real All quick right. okay so you know spanish came to the new world um saw the natives and were like hey we're gonna take your land and try to uh change you into christians 
And then if you don't, then we'll kill you. And the Native Americans were like, uh, no. And then fighting disputes happened, but the Spanish had better weapons. And <laughs> the Native Americans were like, fine, I guess I'll accept Jesus Christ or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Um, and so this is kind of like taking place, um, like where California is, like Southern California. Okay. Um, so the Spanish gave their generals large pieces of land. Um, and one of those pieces of land is what is now we call San Diego. Hmm. Um, they actually named it. That's why it's called San Diego because uh-huh. it means Saint Ooh, Whale's Diego. vagina. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the lands were called rancheros. Rancheros. I'm going to say it. Yeah, come on. Say it. That's you. Um, so at the time when they were taking over the southern part of California, Mexico was already occupied by Spain because, you know, Cortes and all that shit that happened. Hmm. Um, so Mexicans were moving to these rancheros in California. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so this is p- picture like between that time and then the gold rush. Okay. 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 So, and then California gained their independence from Spain. It became a Mexican tor- territory, but then the Mexican-American War happened, and now California is American is yeah. America. It's actually no. Think about more that time after the Mexican-American War. Mm-hmm. You know, Alamo, right? That's when yeah. Alamo happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So Joaquin lived during this time. Historians don't know much about Joaquin's childhood besides that he was baptized, and mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> okay. Um, he most likely worked, um, well, his family worked in one of these rancheros because, um, you know, there was like a rich guy that owned the whole land and he knew people to work for them. Um, so his his family probably like worked as farm laborers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he was very ambitious and he wanted to get rich and be able to raise a family and all that jazz. Um, so when he was 18, he, he left his hometown with his wife. Um, and he went to the mountains because he heard rumors that there was gold in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And at that time, um, it was before the gold rush. So no one like was mm-hmm. coming out west to you know try to get gold. And, and He's like one of the early Bitcoin people that bought before <laughs> it was a thing and then it was got worth 10000 <laughs> Exactly. And so he tried to keep like all this information about the gold like on the down low because mm-hmm. he knew yeah. more people knew than they would yeah. try to get gold and it would be less for everyone. For him anyways. Um, so it's not really clear how much money he made during this time, but estimates are about $300 a day, which is a lot mm-hmm. for that time. So while he's chilling in the mountain with his wife, getting gold and stuff, <laughs> um, that's about when the Mexican-American War ended. And then I forget this guy's name. Uh, he was some uh, American dude that discovered gold in California. And he was like, oh, shit, there's gold in California. <laughs> and he told the government about it. And then that's how the gold rush began. <laughs> and so the government, like, wanting to get... He fucked it up. He yeah, should have kept it to himself. Yeah, he really fucked it up. Um, and so because the government wanted people to get the gold in order to help the economy and all that, um, they post, they made, like, a lot of advertisements saying, like, if you go to California, you're going to become rich and all that kind of stuff. So that's really bad news for the Mexican men that are already mining for gold for really decades before... Um, anyone ever knew it existed mm-hmm. and it's estimated that about 
300,000 people immigrated to the West after that guy was like, hey, he's, he's, over there. Yeah. How much gold do they think is over there? I guess they everybody's their own individuals. Yeah. So it it was really um, the fall of the government because they really made it out to be like, hey, you can get <laughs> a lot of money and get rich quick yeah. if you come over here and just get a pan and try to find gold <laughs> in the water, Sift, I guess. Yeah. Sift, yeah. I, f- I remember they, they taught us like how they did it Like when I was in elementary I feel like school. I remember that too. I don't know why that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was a thing. Like They were like, yeah, this is how they used to sift through random yeah it's like really is that the thing i really needed to learn about american history what about the concentration camps during (laughs) world war ii where they imprisoned japanese americans yeah (laughs) (laughs) you clearly had a bone to pick back then (laughs) that was very uh Uh, you were very like advanced for your age yes when it comes to history not Mm. not in math i think i was in remedial math at some point when I was a kid, I still so might bad. be. <laughs> <laughs> I know my addition. I know my basic operations. <laughs> so one day, Joaquin and his wife were approached by a group of American men or white men. Hmm. I, I I entertain interchange them. But <laughs> so just know that it means the same thing. Yeah. Okay. The American guys were like, "Hey, Mexico just lost the war, so you had to give up your gold mine." <laughs> And then Joaquin was like, uh, pendejo, I was here first. <laughs> and then the men proceeded to tie Joaquin to a chair oh, and forced him to watch as they tortured and raped his wife. Holy shit. Yeah. Then they killed her and left Joaquin oh in the chair. Oh, man. Oh, this is going to be sweet revenge. Please. <laughs> oh, please. Um, If that's not bad enough, all the money that he mined was basically a life savings that he yeah. was trying to raise with the wife so they could raise a family. They stole all of that. Hmm. So he was basically left with nothing. nothing. Yeah. Um, and the, like nightmarish memories of what they did, the visions. Yeah. It's like not even just nothing. It's like, n- like negative. Like he was left with... It's that's yeah, hard cause, to cause even the, cause the imagine. Because the whole reason why he went on the mountain on the first place was because, you know, he already married this girl and um, they were working on saving money. So so when they had kids, they would be able to provide for them and give them a good life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's down the tubes. Yeah. Okay. He was eventually able to undo his knots and he buried his wife mm-hmm. in the property. So. so they had left him tied up, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I wonder he, why they didn't kill him. I don't mm. know. Good thing, though. Yeah. He returned to his hometown with absolutely nothing, as we said before. So when he also got back, um, he noticed that his hometown had changed in the short time that he was gone. There were now Americans there. <laughs> white people. White people. Mm-hmm. Uh, who perceived themselves as better than the Mexican civilians that had been there for generations. In order to avoid confrontations, the Mexicans became subservient to the Americans because the police at the time wouldn't do anything to help them. Mm, of course. Yes. So, um, he then began working as a car dealer at a saloon um, and where he continued to be mistreated by the white people. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like a side note. California, at, at some point, officially became a state because of the population increase. I guess because there's so many people that okay. went over there. Yeah, like, they, they just might as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and so they placed a tax on um, gold mining. 
Um, and so the tax per month to be a gold miner was 20 bucks, which is about $1,000. Oh, um, and the white miners were having difficulty making Ed's meet because they weren't mining enough gold to provide for themselves and to pay the tax in order to mine the gold. Mm-hmm. And so um, they began stealing from Mexicans and stealing land and money. <laughs> Sorry. He was on his back, like, rolling like a crazy dog. Who, Joaquin? Yes. Stay there. Stay. Okay. <laughs> when the government realized that their tax backfired, they made it so white men were exempt from the tax and anyone else, um, the tax was only $3 a month, mm. which is much more reasonable. Yeah. But mining for gold, as you would imagine, with so many people going to California to mine for gold and the limited amount of gold there is in California, mm-hmm. um, it's not as profitable as people would hoped. People hoped it would be. Yeah. Actually, businesses and entrepreneurs actually started to make more money than the gold miners. One example of this is Levi's started during this time, and mm. Levi's started making pants for miners who um, kept ripping their pants mm-hmm. while mining for go- gold. And so that's how their kind of empire started. Mm. Fun fact for you. Yeah. One of those people who started a business was Joaquin's brother. Once he was able to uh, earn enough money, he was he bought a high-quality horse, which at the time was kind of like someone buying an electric sports car, essentially. Mm. So when the Americans noticed that a Mexican was riding this horse, oh, they became no. jealous. Of course. They couldn't believe a Mexican man could afford that horse. So they accused him of being a horse thief, which at the time was a really serious crime, which was punishable by death. So when okay, okay, Hold on, let me just say this real quick. Fucking white people! <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, when Joaquin defended his brother and told them that he had paid for the horse, the Americans decided to punish him, too, for speaking up and telling the truth, essentially. <laughs> um, they tied him up and whipped him bloody. Wait, this is... Joaquin. Yeah, the same... Yeah, the guy we're talking okay. about. Um, however, they lynched his brother in the town. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, let's both take a sip for that one. Pour one out for the brother as well. Okay. It was clear after this event to Joaquin that due to the extreme racism that California was experiencing, he was never going to be able to work hard enough to get the wealth he dreamed of. So so he swore revenge on all the white men who (laughs) took away the two most important people in his life, his wife and his brother. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it was basically just like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? No more Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. So in Mr. The, nice Way. Yeah. So in the middle of the night following his brother's death, he kidnapped one of the white men that killed the, his brother, murdered him, <laughs> chopped him into pieces. Holy shit, okay. And left body parts around the camp <laughs> for his friends to find. Oh my god. Okay, he went full on. Yeah, it goes down here from here. Or, or I mean, uphill. uphill, I would say. Or d- yeah. Depending who you are. Yeah. If you're white, maybe you. <laughs> uh, one of the people at the camp found Joaquin there. And even though he was wearing dark clothes and you could only really see his eyes, he was able to tell that it was him. 
the, the guy they just they whipped yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So he managed to escape on horseback. Like, if somebody whips you, you remember their eyes. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Joaquin managed to escape on horseback, and the white people described him as having superhuman abilities <laughs> because they weren't able to catch him. And that was their excuse. Because he can run? <laughs> well, God damn it. No, he can ride a horse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess so. The people of the camp became very afraid because every night another one of them would be found dead with <laughs> oh their body like, parts scattered like around the camp. Pulling like a scream on these guys. Like just or I know what you did last summer or something. Just, that's awesome. Es- essentially. Um, even with people on the lookout, he was able to sneak in and kill the people in the camp. <laughs> Damn. This um, guy. Yeah. Rumors Maybe he is like a superhero freak guy or whatever. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> rumor started that there was a phantom-like bandit seeking revenge on the behalf of the Mexican people. Um, <laughs> at first, Joaquin was only killing white men who were responsible for killing his brother. But then he started hearing <laughs> stories of Mexican people around you know, ah, okay. his area who are who are being abused. And he decided to go after the most violent rapists and murderers. Okay. We got like a, a like a Mexter going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mexican Dexter for those that don't understand. That's actually next, my next sentence. What? It's like uh, Dexter? My, where my, actually, my second sentence. What? Um, Joaquin was serving as a vigilant, uh, vigilante justice without gu- guilt or remorse. He was basically like a Mexican Dexter. Oh, there you go. I beat you to it. <laughs> yeah. And then I combined a Mexter. You yeah. know what? Give me some points for that. Sure. Thank you. you she just, she just gave me some points. Um, who am I, Drew Carey? <laughs> so, basically, like the Mexican Dexter, and the people saw him as a hero. Just call him Mexter. Mexter. <laughs> just call him Mexter if any time it references his name from now on, because that's that, that's his name now. Okay. Edit, edit out that last part. <laughs> he was basically Mexter. <laughs> And the Mexican people saw him as a hero. Mm-hmm. The white men became afraid to be cruel to Mexicans in the fear of getting murdered. Oh, yeah. I mean, you think you should have other motives for not being cruel to people just based on their race. But fear of getting murdered would probably, uh, I that's, guess that's a close second that's a good, a good to being a decent human being. I guess so. Yeah. Um, a group of Mexican men and women who had a similar background, aka like when me- white men stole their land, killed their families, stole money from them, etc., etc., um, started following him and to help him commit these murders, mm-hmm. and they called themselves the Murietas. <laughs> nice. One of the most memorable mem- members is a guy named Three Fingered Jack, because. <laughs> He had three fingers. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. This is becoming a Tarantino movie. <laughs> Eventually, the Murietas killed all the white men that had done them wrong. Now, does that translate to something? I know it's like kind it's, of like it's death. Joaquin, it's Joaquin's last name. Joaquin Murieta. But oh. it doesn't translate to anything. I was going to say, it, it also sounds almost like, like the word for death in Spanish. Oh, muerte? Yeah. No. I wish. But, all right. They killed all the people that done them wrong. But their life of crime didn't end there. Hmm. They were kind of seen as kind of like the Robin Hood of this time. Mm-hmm. Joaquin and the Murieta stole from white people 
which they justified by saying that the white people are sold money from them anyway, so they're just getting it back. <laughs> okay. Um, since at this point they only killed people when it was necessary, witnesses contacted the California Rangers to stop Joaquin and his group. Mm-hmm. So the California Rangers were kind of like the police at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the governor of California then heard wind of what was happening and he offered a 6000 cash reward um, for Joaquin, mm-hmm. which is about $200,000 in today's oh, money. Wow. So a lot of money. Pretty considerable, yeah. Yeah. Um, the leader of the California Rangers, his name was Harry Love. Um, it's and it's and it's Love L O V E. Yeah. Uh, tried for several weeks to find Joaquin, but they failed because apparently there are a lot of guys named Joaquin in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, getting fed up, they kidnapped Joaquin, Joaquin's brother-in-law, and tortured him until he gave up Joaquin's location. Hmm. Um, they found the Morietas and murdered all eight members of the group. Um, they examined the bodies mm. and found a man with three fingers, which confirmed to them they, they actually yeah. killed the group. Because, yeah. I mean, how many people have three fingers? Right. However, Love wasn't sure if he actually killed Joaquin. The pictures that they had available at the time weren't great. So he essentially caught up, cut off the head of the man he thought was Joaquin, preserved it in a large <laughs> jar of liquor, <laughs> and carried it back home. He put the head on display and charged people $1 to see it. <laughs> and a lot of this? people went to see this head. Oh my god. And he didn't even know if it was him. <laughs> uh, okay. A year later... So, so Joaquin's, he's dead, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, a year later, but af- after his death. Okay. So, it was, was it confirmed that it was him? Because you had said that it wasn't, like, he, we don't know. We, we, we just we, know he was dead at this point? Yeah. He, Let's just say it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> we we probably assume, die of natural causes. We assume he's he's dead because he, mm-hmm. he's, he was always with his group. So. Yeah. Um, a year later after his death, a writer named John Roland Ridge published a book called The Life and Adventures of Joaquin Murrieta, the Celebrated California Bandit. Mm-hmm. He wrote it to show the perspective of the events that occurred because um, the point of really writing it was he wanted to show how the Native Americans saw Joaquin, mm-hmm. like you know, he, like, the white people had done, like, so much shit to him, and if the white people were to tell the story, they would just um, tell, like, he was just a horrible serial killer. Yeah. And that's it. And he was a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it would take out all the context of the white people, how he killed his wife and his brother and all the terrible shit the white people did to Mexicans. <laughs> so the book also helped spread Joaquin's story. In 1919, a writer named John McMulley wrote a short story called The Curse of Cap- Capstrano. <laughs> and the book was based on Joaquin's life. The only difference is that um, he changed Joaquin's name to Don Diego Vera. Does that name sound familiar? Mm, Don Diego Vera? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. The book became so popular that it was adapted into the movie 
The Mask of Zorro in 1924. Oh, okay. Throughout the decade, Zorro was still popular um, throughout the United States because people really connected with, um, you know, someone coming from the lower class and taking taking from the 1% and giving it to everyone else, especially mm-hmm. during the Great Depression where everyone's life basically sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, he was kind of like an idol to everyone. Right. In 1998, Disney released their version of The Mask of Zorro, which starred Antonio Banderas, mm-hmm. which I actually remember watching that movie <laughs> at a drive-in movie theater oh, really? back home. Yeah, it was Madeline and then Mask of Zorro. <laughs> oh, and you watched both of them? Yeah. It was like a double feature? I think so. <laughs> I, I, I remember it like perfectly. <laughs> weird. Isn't um, it weird how we remember the most random stuff? Like, <laughs> yeah. From, yeah. Um, but it doesn't stop there on the influence that Joaquin had. Uh-huh. Um, Bob Kane credits The Legend of Zorro for the inspiration for the Batman comics. Oh, wow. Oh, well, yeah, he, and if it wasn't it. for Joaquin, there wouldn't be mask- Legend of Zorro, and there would be probably no Batman comics. <laughs> wow. And of course... Um, Ingo Mantoya from The Prince's Bride uh-huh. was also inspired by Zorro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You um, killed, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Joaquin Murieta. Wow. What a story. That, I, I would argue that's probably the best <laughs> <laughs> roller coaster I've been through on, on one of your stories. So, uh, let's cheers to that one. Good job. Yeah, oh. yeah it's just, and yeah. he was. He was just a Mexican dude, and white people were like, fucked him over, and yeah. he was like, I'm not gonna take that shit. <laughs> there's actually, I wanna look this up too, there's, um, there's this guy that made a documentary trying to find Joaquin's head, you know, cause remember the guy put his head in a liquor jar? Mm-hmm. There's a documentary about the guy trying to find it, and I think he actually did, mm-hmm. so we should probably look, like, look that up and yeah. see. That would be interesting. We need. We had two things to watch later on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. That's that's Joaquinis. Very good. <laughs> no, not Joaquinis. Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah, our dog is named after him now. He, he, yeah, he keeps coming over to us because I keep saying Joaquin. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah he's very confused. <laughs> um, but yeah, awesome. Good stuff. All right. Um, but you, did you I like most, that story? That's that's why it took so long for me to. <laughs> yeah, do like it. I, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I wasn't really like calling you out on it, but yeah. I'm like, damn, that was two hours. Um, yeah, it's definitely well, well worth it. But yeah, since I guess since your your story went <laughs> pretty long, but definitely worth it. Let's go ahead and save mine for part two, which I won't wait a week to put up, but I, I might maybe a couple of days after. That way we're not... Like, I don't want these episodes to go like crazy long. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead for now. Raise our glasses here. Good job. And go grab a refill. Okay, bye. Bye, everyone. All the incest. So much incest. <laughs> <laughs>